Time to get started. It's the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah on 98.7 WNNS. Do you think you could survive in the wilderness alone? Good question. Now, today is,、um, what is it? You're marooned without a compass day. That's what it marooned is. Marooned without a compass day, correct. Marooned without a compass day. So that's where this came from.、Um, now, let's say you have a compass. We don't need to have you marooned without a compass. Do you think you could survive, Sarah Smurz, if you were dropped out, let's say two weeks? Because somebody asked on our, on our feed, they were like, how long are we talking here? Let's say two weeks. Time enough for you to not make it if you don't know what you're doing. So they just dropped me out of a helicopter in the middle of nowhere with a compass. Um, let's say,、um, no, it was like a small plane crash and you're the only survivor. Oh, man. That's、yeah. unfortunate. I'd probably cry. Well, yeah, yeah, sure. Let's start after like the shock of the whole experience.、After、you know、shock. you're here. You, people don't know where you are. You don't know if you're going to get picked up. Do you think you can make it? No. <laughs> Long answer short, no. Probably not. No, I don't think I could. I get eaten by a cocaine bear. Do you think? <laughs> It's your luck. Do you think you could make it at all? Like, what would you do? Do you think? Do you, would mean, you make, try and make a fire? Would you、I'd、try and make, try or would make you a just、fire? give up? I'd find twigs and berries and water and the power of prayer. I don't know. I'd get little, oh, I, you know what I'd do? What? I'd get pebbles and I'd make an SOS sign. Hey, see, that's something, you know? That's something. That's something, but that's not、um, something that's going to sustain life for you. It's going to hopefully hurry a rescue. It's going to instill hope in me. Yeah, it's really good to it's have. It's not going to fill my belly, but. I think that I would last longer than some would assume because I'm a goofy guy. Uh, sure. But I am, I am a scrapper. So, you know, I'll, I'll do what I got to do to survive.、Um, what would you、know. do to survive? I would, tr- I would try and make a shelter. I would try and make a shelter, get myself off the ground. Would you trap squirrels?、Um, I would try and probably kill them with thrown rocks. I mean, I like, you know, I've、um, seen a whole bunch of, you know, bear grills and stuff like setting little traps, but I don't know if I could do that off the cuff. So、yeah. I'd probably like try and just like, you know,、um, maybe. Fish, if there's a stream, or yeah, just like try and、uh, get a little squirrel or a rabbit with a rock. I don't、yeah. know, you know, it's, it's really, really hard to survive.、Oh, But yeah, I, I try to get guilty.、Food. Why would you feel guilty? Because you were the only survivor? Well, no, not because I was the only survivor. I'd feel guilty about the squirrel. You'd feel guilty about the squirrel? Get out of town. No, you would not. If you I, were starving, you would not feel guilty about a squirrel. I don't know. You've、I、just never like, been starving before. I feel like the guilt would take over. No, it would not. I promise you it wouldn't. You sure? I, I'm sure. If,、okay. you, if you were like, okay, I need to eat something, otherwise, I'm going to die. This poor squirrel is going to be my meal. We hit a squirrel with the car the other day and I felt terrible. But you weren't starving. Yeah, that's true. <laughs>、right. I had just eaten biscuits and gravy. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yes, yes. So I think, I think when we are desperate as humans, we have the power to do some pretty、uh, crazy things, impressive things. Yeah. Maybe I would eat a squirrel. Of course you would. It's the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah on 98.7 WNNS. I did Facebook first and then MySpace because I was in a band in college, but it didn't、yeah. happen until 
my sophomore year, me being in a band, and I think I joined Facebook my freshman year. I remember Facebook because I was in college and you could only... You only college kids could do Facebook at the time, right, and it right. was the Facebook. Right, the Facebook. You had to your college either. I forget if my college, Columbia up in Chicago, had to buy into it if they bought into it, or it just turned at one point to like you just have to have an edu um, right. address. Right. And now, I mean, it's it's totally blown up into something totally different. So when you were doing like, what were you using social media for? I mean, we were taking drunk, silly pictures and friending each other the next day. Like, hey, man, that party was great. Wasn't yeah. it fun? Yeah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Did you look up? Did you do like relationship stuff? Did you look, see like what guys were doing? Did you use Facebook for that or no? That was a big deal. Like if you were in, in a, a relationship, relationship or not. Yeah. And that's what I think differentiated Facebook from MySpace. And well, it, MySpace was definitely personality as well, because think about your top eight, right? Wasn't that a big deal? I forget. Yeah, the top eight. I don't remember. I don't remember. I remember somebody we were talking to yesterday uh, when we were recording this podcast uh, that goes out tomorrow said Friendster was their first. Do you remember Friendster? Friendster. I never yeah. used it. You Neither remember, did I. You remember Zanga? No. Oh my God. Zanga? There were so Zanga. many different things that tried to like be it. Be the thing. And uh, Facebook is the one that kind of um, took the cake. Remember when Justin Timberlake bought MySpace and tried to turn it back into a thing again? I didn't know he did that. No, he totally obviously it failed. Yeah, it did Completely not work. Completely failed. That definitely failed. Yeah. He tried. Tom can't come back. I mean, MySpace is Tom, okay? It's not Justin. Yeah. Okay. What come happened on, to guy. Tom? I think he sold it. Now he's a cabillionaire off doing no whatever idea. he wants he? to do. I, hopefully he has some money. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. How I think he's doing all right. Um, when did you feel like social media was like a problem? problematic for you oh or for like other people oh gosh when it becomes when it became invasive or you start to feel a little bit overexposed or maybe you've overshared yeah i feel like i've overshared before when i look back on my facebook history you ever get that where it has a daily like looking back yeah, on your yeah, history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does that every day. Yeah, it does it every day and you yeah. look back and you're like, oh gosh, did I write that? Did I say that? Did yeah. I? Okay, delete, delete, it's delete, wild. delete. Tons of cancelable stuff, you know, that you don't even realize because oh, you just gosh. said it, that, you know, you were young and stupid and you said it. You're young and stupid, stupid and it was Facebook. a different time and you're thinking, not a big deal and then, yeah. Well, I remember for me it was when um, I really noticed that kids were getting bullied. Like, it was all fun for me because I was an adult and doing my own thing. But then, you know, at some point, it was just like cyberbullying is becoming this crazy thing. It's horrible. And it, yeah, it's only gotten worse. And that's the thing that makes me sad is because, like, when you're a kid, you go to school. If you get picked on, you get picked on at school. But then you come home, and home is like your oasis. Home is your comfort place where you don't have to feel those feelings. Right. But now you have this uh, phone that we all have, constant, just a barrage of information. And some of that information, unfortunately, has to do with us sometimes. And it's hurtful stuff. It's the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah on 98.7 I might uh, make myself look a fool here, but that's okay. okay. I am totally, totally okay with it. Embrace that. it. <laughs> Are you okay? Yeah. Okay. All right. So this Amazon driver. And uh, you know what? Maybe you would agree with me. 
Okay. We'll see where this goes. An Amazon driver, folks, in Las Vegas, which is the city of sin. You the know? city of lights. Yeah, the city of lights. <laughs> the city of romance. Um, they do have the Eiffel Tower there, you know. They do. <laughs> <laughs> so um, he was caught on a security camera because he was... Uh, Urinating, relieving himself in a woman's yard. Oh, no. He's an Amazon driver. Oh, my. Okay, so they don't have um, bathrooms in those trucks. And um, also, I don't think Jeff Bezos lets them use the restroom very much. <laughs> Jeff, <laughs> come on. I think this is documented. The woman uh, saw there was a weird smell. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, what is this guy eating? What is he doing? Asparagus? Oh. There's a weird smell in front of her in the front yard for a few weeks. My God, man. Go to the doctor. That's potent. So she uh, repositioned one of her security cameras and caught the driver uh, relieving himself in her yard. So was this like his spot where he just kept on going? Multiple times? Oh, my. She said she doesn't order anything from Amazon, and uh, the packages were actually for a neighbor. Wait, so it doesn't even come to her house? No. He just goes to her house? Well, because he doesn't probably want to do it on Amazon like the person he's delivering to. He probably doesn't want to do it there. I'll just do it over there. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Uh, after catching the man um, in her yard, she went outside and took a photo of uh, the stain it left. It left a stain? <laughs> I mean, this guy has to drink more water. You know, it sounds like maple syrup is coming out of him. You know, and that doesn't sound comfortable. Uh, she said she doesn't order anything from Amazon in the packages. Yeah, they were for her neighbor. Um, she said he also went on her home and garden hose. Oh. So it's not like even in the heat, just go in the grass, right? Right. Why are you doing it on the house? Okay, I might be backtracking here because yeah. I don't know if I want to lie myself with this dude anymore. Right. The woman called Amazon who had uh, a cleaning cleaning crew come out and disinfect her home and yard. The driver who has uh, also done this at several other homes has been... <laughs> so he's just a, uh, what do you call it? A cereal beer. Can't you go to a gas station or something? You should be able to go to a gas station. Here's what I thought. I thought this happened one time. I assumed it was an emergency and he just like went in the poor woman's yard real quick. It was a one-off. This guy's a serial peer, okay? He's doing it all over town. <laughs> you know? And he's doing, I mean, like on the hose, on the, leaving a stain? Have some respect, well, sir. Well, seriously. And drink more water because, you know, me thinks you you might have to go to the ER. I mean, if you're leaving stains and for multiple weeks, there's a weird smell. My God, man. That's an issue. That is an issue. Give me, give me, give me. I need. When you've been relegated to being your kid's snack holder. Munchables. No matter how fabulous you look. The Morning Routine with Rocky and Sarah on 98.7 WNNS. We are streaming at WNNS.com, our app in the App Store. It's 98.7 WNNS, the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah. I'm a little gassy. My gosh, I oh almost my gosh. just uh, burped into the mic. That would have been terrible. That would have been atrocious. Can you take over for a second? Yeah, sure. So Trish and Mary's was awesome the other <laughs> night, and uh, I didn't go, but I'm living vicariously through Rocky. I'm good. I'm good. We got it now. Okay, <sighs> okay. Body has... Uh, 
Zeroed out. We're okay. So anyways, yeah, Trish and Mary's, uh, Trisha and Mary's is an amazing place. Let me tell you, this Vinegar Hill Mall is going to be the bee's knees when it's all done. Um, I had never been in it. And over the weekend, uh, me and a couple of friends went to Trisha and Mary's. You go in, it's just to the right. And it's a small bar. But what I love is it like, I love pubby kind of places. Uh-huh. And this is made to be like a English pub. I love so it. So it's like wood uh, paneled everything. You go in, you really feel like you kind of walk into a different zone of something, a different uh, dimension. You know, dimension. Yes. Cool. Um, but they have a full bar. They have great beer. They have a ton of really, really cool kind of decor. Um, anything English that you can think of, they have pictures of the Queen. They have pictures of Winston Churchill. Uh, they have darts. They got one of those huge um, telephone uh, oh, really? booths, the red ones that oh, you find so cool. in London Town. I love um, it. And it was great. The bartenders were amazing. They'd only been open, what, for three weeks, I think. Oh, it's really? Been, it's super fresh. Um, but this place is really, really good. But what's most exciting is what they're going to be doing with the rest of it. Because, like I said, you go in, uh, Trisha and Mary's is to the right. William Vans, which I know is very close to opening up. Uh, and I love it because my house is within walking distance of Vinegar Hill Perfect. Mall. Is going to be to the left. It looks so good. Like I was peeking inside and like, you know, probably doing stuff I shouldn't do. But then uh, I went to the far back left and there's all these tanks. Now I asked one of the bartenders... Um, at uh, at Trisha and Mary's, what they were going to be doing, and she said some sort of like wine uh, winery, or they're going to buy juice and make the wine there. I don't oh. know exactly what's going to be happening, but I think they're going to be making yeah uh, a labeled wine there. That, oh, uh, that's exciting! And then I don't know if this is a hundred percent either, but the restaurant that's going to go in the back part of Vinegar Hill Mall, you know, these four at least first businesses that they're going to be doing there is going to be like an English place to kind of pair with Trisha and Mary's. Oh, that's so exciting. Yeah, I know. It's But it, like you walk in, you, this one of those places where you could like go in and spend your entire night or, you know, you're not going anywhere and you have all these different things to do and uh, kind of vibes to go to and like put yourself in. It's a really, really cool place. It's an all-encompassing experience kind of yes. thing, right? Yes, yes, Now, had you ever been there before? Before yeah. it closed? What, what did it used to be? Oh, gosh. I remember back in 2008, it used to be a thing Thing called Pizza Machine. Pizza Machine? It was Pizza Machine and then it was uh it's been a lot of things over the years, but I think this one's this one's gonna stick. Yeah, this sounds this really is exciting. Take the cake. This is yeah. gonna be cool and there's gonna be good stuff all over, and this is just the beginning for it. So all good stuff. Get to Trisha and Mary's. It's the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah. Rocky and Sarah on 987 WNNS. This fun little thing that I did over the weekend. Oh, yeah. You did a lot over the weekend. I did do a lot. I had a big weekend. But uh, one thing that I did do was it was either the first or second of the uh, farmer's markets that was indoor at the uh, Old Depot. Okay. Let me tell you. So we go... And I don't know why, but it was empty. It was like empty. There was like nobody there. We went around maybe like 10 o'clock and I was surprised because usually the, you know, old capital farmer's market when it's outdoors, I've even been to it indoors, you know, multiple years and it's been packed, but nobody was there. So I wanted to talk about it and just, I mean, there was so much stuff that we got. I mean, we got 
um, my wife is starting to go from we buy those uh, salad kits at like Hy-Vee, you know, mm-hmm. and I still like them, but she wants to go back to making her own Greek dressing and kind of getting. Oh. So we got uh, leafy greens there that were just beautiful. Um, we got this uh, sourdough bread from this woman who bakes this bread, and it's super, super, super good. But my wife is like trying to figure out how to do it herself, and we're just learning about like sourdough bread starters and like some okay. of these. Starters for sourdough bread have been around since like the 1800s. Did you know about this? Do you know how this works? No, no idea. It's like the same dough that's been fed over and over and over. It's the same thing going since all the way back in that day. No way. Yeah. Like some, it's weird. And I don't know too much about it. I'm sure there are many bread bakers out there listening. Uh, Like, he has no idea. He doesn't have a clue. I'll tell you what, it is super good. We also, from her, she makes these, like, big sandwich-sized macaroons. Oh, my gosh. My husband would be obsessed. <laughs> well, so we got one, and it was amazing. They're they're probably the size of, like, a coaster. Oh, and, my gosh. And um, you bite into them. They're just so, so good. We, we did not. We were like, we'll have this later for dessert for dinner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, it was like five minutes on the walk home, and we were eating it. But you just, and, like, it was like this. Lemon blueberry was the uh, oh. flavor. So the uh, the cookies were lemon, and then there was like a blueberry like frosting, and in the middle there was like a fresh blueberry like oh my compote. Yes. Yeah, it was no, it was insane. That sounds it was insane. amazing. Also went to Beelzebuns. What? I love the stuff that they do, and got a Cornish pasty. Have you ever had one of those? Never in my life. Okay, so it's an English thing, I think, but it's like meat pocket, but they have like carrots and potatoes potatoes and ground beef in there and it's just like the perfect thing to start your day. That sounds amazing, um, especially this time of year, right? Like yes, a fall type yes, of thing. Yes, yes. They don't have a warmer though. I'm going to okay. maybe email her and be like, you should bring a warmer yeah. because uh, if they want to toast it up for some people, for sure. know, we just eat it cold. Uh, but they had like empanadas, they had uh, other like meat pies, they had little mini focaccias, mushroom and like uh, onion. It was just so good. Like oh, so, man. so much stuff. The honey there was ridiculous. So um, on Saturday, this is every Saturday. And I, I just, it blew my mind that it was uh, so not well attended. Um, so I wonder why. I wonder what was going on. I don't on. know. Maybe it was people were just doing stuff, but I, I just want to yeah. kind of uh, get it out there because it was amazing. And uh, Absolutely. So much good stuff. Tons of good stuff. It's the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah on 98.7 WNNS. How do you feel about sharing food? How do I feel about sharing food? I don't feel good about it. You don't feel good about it. You're not a sharer. No, Were you a I- sharer as a child? No, not really. Really? You've no. just always kept your own you know, my nuts. My food and... is my food. Okay, cool. Well, uh, some people, I think, agree with you. Uh, over 10% mm-hmm. of adults, it's not the majority, but they uh, do not like to share their foods. Now, they find the act of friends sneaking bites off of their plates to be uh, uh, like a major annoyance. Yeah, you don't just go and take it. I do. Well, it depends on your relationship with the person. Like, would you do that with Brian? Totally. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Would you let Brian do that with you? Yeah. You're like Megan, man. She's like my wife. My wife, like, she she goes for my stuff all the time. We're sharing. My food is her food. Her food is not my food. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so that's how I, it works. I don't know. Is that how it works? That's how it should work. Yeah, I mean, my food is my food. That's how it should work for you. Brian's food <laughs> is my food. And that's the lay of the land. That's that's how it works. I guess. I guess. Well, the survey of 2,000 people found that 49% get particularly irked when someone takes food off their plate without permission. So this is this is like, you know, your husband, your wife, your partner. Yeah. Whatever. 27% dislike the expectation of splitting meals and sampling from everybody's dishes, which, you know, it depends. If you go out with friends, I know friends who like to do this. I'm not usually a fan. I like to get my own plate. Now, my wife and I will get two plates and kind of bite off of each other's. Sure. But then there's an issue, which I'll tell you in a second, that happens with even that. Really? Yeah. So it's like sharing for me isn't the way to go, I don't think. Okay, all right. I mean, well, then you better choose correctly. Whatever you get, you better like it. Well, so great segue. Do you experience food envy? If you like, if you get the worst thing at the table and you're like trying something new, you're, you're veering off of your normal path of that, you yeah. know, hyper focused dish that you always get. You know what I do? I always go for the healthy option and my husband goes for the tasty option and then I get jealous <laughs> of his tasty option yeah. and then I eat his tasty option and then he gets mad. That I ate his tasty option. Uh, Tale as old as time. Tale as old as time. Um, 53% uh, of us experience food envy, wishing they uh, had ordered what somebody else had uh, ordered. Almost a quarter admit to yielding to temptation and requesting a taste. I do as well. If I see something, I'm like, that looks good. Can I have some? Can I taste it? Even if I've tasted something before and they know I've tasted it, I'm like, hey, can I, I wonder what that's like. I'm just curious. I've never had a French fry before. That looks like an amazing fry. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Among these reluctant to share... 37% justify their stance by stating they order what they like and expect to enjoy it by themselves. I've said that verbatim, I think, to my wife. This song goes out to our employee of the week. We'll work hard to make you happy. The best things in life are free. The Morning Routine with Rocky and Sarah on 98.7 WNNX.